Hey, hey, hey. Mm, we still don't have an intro song. Oh my goodness. Are we shocked? No, haven't worked on that. But eventually, don't worry guys, we'll get there. Maybe like 2023, we'll have an intro song. But I can't even explain to you guys how excited I am for this week's episode. This episode is entitled Changing Your Energy Towards Nutrition. And I am going to have licensed nutritionist Christina Stevenson join me on the podcast to answer your questions. It was honestly such a fun time. She's such a sweet person. Um, if you'd like to have a chat with a nutritionist, Christina is the person to go to. She's so kind. She's so sweet. She's so open. She's so patient. And just disclaimer, this episode is just, it's an open space and it's like a free space and it's not supposed to be judgmental. You're not supposed to walk away, remember, from these episodes feeling bad about yourself. You're supposed to walk away from them feeling excited to reach your goals um, and to start a new lifestyle with health and wellness. That's that's literally all that I want for anybody listening. And that's what Christina wants too. But let me really quickly get into the weekly check-in. Honestly, guys, I don't think that I covered that a few weeks ago. I went to a movie like in the park with my friend Alyssa. And we saw Ghostbusters. And I don't think I've actually seen Ghostbusters. And let's just talk about like I think it's rated PG. It might be PG. I think it's PG. And like that movie for its time would have been R. I would have never been able to watch that movie as a kid. Like the stuff that was in it. I was like, what the heck? But it was a good time. We like brought our own um, like charcuterie boards and it was such a fun time. Got to do that a couple weeks ago. So that was kind of fall vibe. It was, you know, kind of getting me into the, to the groove of doing fall things, you know? Um, what else did I do? Honestly, this week was a super busy week. Had three weddings back to back and they went by wonderfully honestly great weather just great people great times honestly i can not complain but let's get to the real tea tonight wednesday night i'm going to halloween horror nights and if you don't know what halloween horror nights it's it's an annual um like halloween you know thing that happens at universal studios in orlando it also happens in universal california but i've always wanted to go since i was a kid like it was just like I don't know, like for me when I was a kid, I was like, I want to go there. And honestly, I don't know why, because I'm terrified of people popping out at me. Like I went to, into a haunted house at Knott's Berry Farms, which is a very popular, um, Knott's Berry Farms, but not scary farms is like they turn all, like turn the place and they have haunted houses, which is the same thing as Universal. And it was like, we went into a level one with my friend, basically all the lights were on. They gave us a flashlight and I was still scared, but I just like wanted to have the experience. It's just like what you do around Halloween. It's what you do in the fall. So I am pumped. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, go click through my stories because there's going to be a lot of screaming. There's going to be a lot of laughter. Um, and I'll try to like take pictures that you guys can like feel the experience too. Cause I want you guys to, you know, come along on this journey with me, but I'm super pumped for that tonight. Um, so yeah, that's honestly, I want to keep the weekly check-in like short and sweet because I want you guys to have as much time with Christina as she answers your um, nutrition and health and wellness questions. So without further ado, um, here comes Christina. Hello, Christina, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you today? I am doing good. I am, I cannot tell you, I am so excited for this episode and I've been waiting to get a nutritionist on and I am, I'm just so honored and blessed that you're on. So thank you so much for doing this. Oh, you're so very welcome. I am just blessed to be here because 
we obviously connected for a reason that day. And, and this is yes. to just go out there and help people. So yeah, thank you. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, awesome. So on my podcast, I was telling you before when we chatted on the phone that I normally do a weekly check-in. So I just did mine, but the people want to hear how your week has been going so far. So let us know how you're doing. Oh, my week has been wonderful. I just got back from Palm Beach, Florida. So I was oh in your gosh. state. Yes. And, uh, gosh, I just love the palm trees and the the water there. And I was just enjoying you know, that warm weather that y'all have. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are so spoiled. It kind of stinks because it's like supposed to be fall, but you know, we are just beach people. <laughs> I know. I you... loved your podcast the other day about the, the fall clothes that you were pulling out. Oh, thank you so much. What were you doing in Florida specifically? So I was actually there doing a trade show for mm -hmm. uh, estheticians and salons and spas, oh, cool. uh, business owners, um, talking to them about clean air and how to take their spa to eco-friendly at a whole nother level because, right. you know, we don't really realize what's floating on in the air and all these mm. different crazy viruses and pathogens and germs that we come in contact with. So yeah, right. we have this amazing air device that helps to um, inactivate all that junk that's floating around and allows you to have clean air. And then there's a, another part of it that's a laundry device. So then it cleans your clothes really well. So it was really neat to share the the new technology. I mean, I kind of explained to people just like how cell phones have changed over the years. Mm -hmm. So has air purification. So this is right. just something that nobody is doing and it's in the hall of fame of NASA. So oh very gosh, exciting. That's yeah, that's really exciting. Where would people be able to find more information on that? Uh, so they could go to my website at www.isa.free yourself all one word dot com and i explain a little bit on there um, about air and water and of course the nutrition piece because it all fits together mm -hmm. but um you know i love having one-on-one -on -one talks with people to really find out what their environment is about right. and how to get to the root cause of some of the things that could be causing some health issues right. and you and i have spoke about that too, because um, being in health and wellness, it all goes together. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to link all of your, um, where people can find you. Cause I feel like they're going to want to connect with you on either Instagram or through your website. So for anybody listening, you'll be able to find all of Christina's information either on the stories. If you're listening live on Wednesday, or you can look on the show notes on Spotify or Apple podcast guys. Um, will you tell us Christina, just a little bit about your journey with nutrition, um, and how you came to know what you know today? Well, you know, that is such a great question. And I, I feel like it really began 25 years ago, I guess. Um, I became friends with a chiropractor and his wife and worked for them a little bit part-time taking care of their child as a nanny. Mm -hmm. And then she and I would switch off working in the office and taking care of the child. And I would just sit there and listen to him help a lot of people get off of their prescription drugs because they had so many side effects and they were actually getting worse than better. And so I really just sat and took it all in and listened to what he would say to people. And 
He talked about health and wellness and nutrition. And I know what we fed the baby was very clean at the time. And I learned a lot from him, even though I didn't really <laughs> practice what he preached because I was living on fast food and, <laughs> you know, I was young. So I was drinking yeah. and partying mm -hmm. and going and eating junk food. But, you know, I had a lot of health issues myself. And I think that if I would have gone down the Western medicine route, I would have probably without a doubt been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. Mm. Um, when really what I believe after my studies is that it really is just the body being toxic and right. having to clean out your, your cells, just like we have to take care of our car and maintain our car. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got into aesthetics and got my license in Florida, uh, for aesthetics and did that for 20 years. And about five years ago, just realized I wanted to get my nutrition license so I could really learn it from a different angle. And um, so, yeah, I've, I've just incorporated the two together as far as skincare coming from within. And I just love it. So I always think yeah. that I want to get into another industry. And then after mm -hmm. we get, <laughs> I talk to someone like you, or I talk oh. to someone in a restaurant, I cannot do anything else. I don't think because this is truly my passion. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's how I feel about health coaching. And Sometimes, you know, in the past few months, I'm like, maybe this isn't meant for me, but it's the same. Once I talk to somebody else in the same field or somebody else who has a question and I can really help them, I'm like, no, this is what I was meant to do. And I, I love that you have that feeling too. Yes. And I could talk it all day long. So. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> so cut me off whenever you have to. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. I mean, like I said, everyone was so excited to have you on and we have a lot of great questions. So we're going to just dive deep into those. People are super excited to just kind of figure out nutrition from you. So let's get started with the questions. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. So the first one is I love junk food and I can't give it up. What do I do? Oh, I can so relate to that. And I know exactly how this person feels because I actually was having a conversation with a lady earlier today, and I said, if you would have told me years ago I had to give up junk food and fast food, mm -hmm. I would have told you no, because I truly was addicted to it. Mm -hmm. um, I had to have it pretty much breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, you know, the big thing is that the body will tell you what it likes and what it doesn't like. Mm -hmm. So one, we have to start with our mindset and just being aware of if you eat something and even just within a, I don't know, 15, 30 minutes, an hour later, you don't feel well, that is your body going, you know what, this, I don't like this. Right. So I would first of all suggest, you know, finding healthier alternatives because a lot of times people turn to the, you know, quote unquote junk food when they're limited on time. Right. Um, which there are some options out there um, as far as what they can do to clean it up. And then also taking the body from the acidic state to the alkaline state. And once you do that, then the body doesn't crave that junk food anymore. I mean, when I was coming back from Florida this past week, of course, the billboards made, you know, all those fast food restaurants look really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I do a good job. Burger King because I had <laughs> to have the Whopper Jr. And I didn't even eat the whole thing because I was so disgusted. And I thought, mm -hmm. gosh, years ago, I would have had this probably two, three times that in one week. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you really have to just get the body cleaned up. 
uh, mm-hmm. first because it just will eventually not want that. It won't crave it. And so, Absolutely. you know, we have to also look at why, why are you craving it or why, where's the addiction coming from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My friend who is an acupuncturist, I was telling her, I'm like, I just really want like sweets. And I, since I've really gotten into health and wellness, I haven't really been craving sweets like I used to, which is honestly blows my mind. I'm like, I used to, I loved candy bars. I could not, not go into a store without picking up one, right? Like you're Uh just, it's right there at the cash register. And she goes, a lot of times when people are craving sweets, it's because their body is actually craving like love and affection. And so that day I made plans to hang out with somebody didn't want sweets for like a week. And I was like that, it just goes to show you when you listen to your body and really figure out the signals that it's trying to send to you, um, you think that you want junk food and you think you want, you know, certain things and you want to put them in your body, but really your brain is trying to let you know that it's lacking in an area, um, that is not just food a lot of the time. That is so true. And, and it can go either way. Like you said, it could either be the lack of something I know Mm -hmm. for me, Growing up, I was a sick little kid, so I was always at the Navy hospital, but right Mm -hmm. across the street from the hospital was a McDonald's. And so my mom would say, what do you want after we were done at the doctor's? And Mm -hmm. I'd say a happy meal. So I relate a happy meal to love and my mom. And it's interesting you say that because that was the first thing they said in nutrition school was that you can eat broccoli out of fear of getting cancer and get cancer, or you can eat a chocolate chip cookie with the love from that, that your grandmother used to bake chocolate chip cookies and not get sick because of the energy and the the thoughts that are behind why you're doing it. Right. And the cells pick up on what we say. So if you go, oh gosh, I can't eat this because this is bad for me, then the cells are going to pick up on that. So your Mm -hmm. cells eavesdrop on what yes. we talk, um, how we talk to ourselves. Yes. So I always just try to tell my clients, you know, just say you're being a little less healthier today instead of using the bad word because the right. bad word has that negative energy attached to it. But if you just say, oh, I'm going to be a little less healthier today, then it's not so bad for you. Um, I also had found out during nutrition school that if you were craving something sweet, it could be that you were lacking in magnesium. Mm, yes. Um, so that's, a, you know, it really gets down to most of the time when people are on the junk food, they're not getting any nutrition. Um, and then like I was drinking. So alcohol depletes the body from absorbing the nutrition that you do take in. And so you're kind of in a double deficit there because you're eating the junk food and then you're having the alcohol and then Mm -hmm. you're not able to absorb anything. So it really is just the body crying out for high quality nutrition. And that's why I always use the car analogy because your car will have the check engine light come on when it needs to be taken to the mechanic and our body does the same thing if we just listen to it, but we sometimes aren't aware. But then once we start teaching ourselves how to become aware, it, it will change your life and you will, you'll get off the junk food. And for this, that person that's listening for that, I promise you it can be done because I, I was right there with you. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm, I was there too. So I loved that question. Another question 
um, that we got is, is trying different diets like keto, gluten-free, dairy-free good for your body? So that's another great question. Wow. I love your listeners because they really are challenging me, which yeah. is great, but I like that. And, yeah. and yes, I, I would say that it, we have to kind of come up with a different word instead of saying diet mm. because it is a lifestyle. Yes. And we really have to address the lifestyle and yes, you can incorporate some of the, again, quote unquote diets that are out there. But really, if you look at the common denominator of most of them, it's having the right macronutrients, which is your proteins, your fats, and your carbohydrates. But with my clients, I also focus on the micronutrients because those are the enzymes, the vitamins, the minerals that the body needs right. that causes the communication with the cells, uh, whereas the macronutrients is really just giving you that energy. So each diet out there is really what it is. It's going to be a temporary thing. Right. Um, but we like to teach that it's a lifestyle mm -hmm. and, and be easy on yourself because it takes some time to figure out what works for you because what, you know, you can eat, I might, may not be able to eat. Mm -hmm. So again, I always try to tell people just listen to your body because it really will tell you what it likes and what it doesn't like. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in school, I love that you reminded the people that the words that we use are really important because I love that you said that our, um, I wrote it down, our cells are eavesdropping because we don't realize like our body isn't just listening like with our ears. It's listening when we're fearful that it translates into different parts of our bodies, into our liver, into our bladder, you know, things like that. And it's a really big deal. But in health coaching school, they, we always talk about bio-individuality, which just means like everyone is completely different. Keto might work for you, Christina, but it may not have the same results for me. And so I don't have a problem as a health coach with people wanting to try different lifestyles because we're all different. We live in different places, different climates, and our bodies need different things. But I think exactly what you're saying, if it's missing those certain elements like the macronutrients or micro, just flip some things around and add in what you need to. But if you kind of like having something more structured for your life, for your lifestyle, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing keto or doing dairy-free or being vegan or vegetarian. But you want to make sure you're getting those nutrients in and the vitamins that your body needs um, to continue in a healthy um, and well way. That's so true. Yeah, so much. And, you know, the lady that I was able to stay with in Florida part of the time, mm -hmm. she's 85. And she said something that just stuck in my head when, mm -hmm. when we were talking one night, because she acts like she's really 35. I mean, I couldn't keep up with her. We went to the oh German festival and she ran to the dance floor when certain songs came on. Oh my gosh. I love <laughs> I that. was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't keep up with her. I was out there dancing with her, but she said to me, you know, I said, I've never heard you sit. Cause I've known her 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I said, I've never heard you, you know, sit around and complain. And I said, you don't sit there and say, oh, this hurts or that hurts or I don't feel good. She goes, nope. She said, because it doesn't do you any good. She goes, so I don't think about it. Wow. And that's so true when you really sit and dissect what that means is that you don't think about it. It goes back to what we just said. What you focus on is what becomes. So if you sit there and, you know, say, oh, I, I can't 
change my lifestyle or, oh, I can't break through from the fast food or, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. You, you can. It's just we have to change those words that we put out there. Um, I talked to a client this morning and I'm trying to teach her to do a 24 hour fast. And she goes, I can't do it. I can't do it. But the lady before her said, I did it and I loved it. She said, and I didn't wow. think I could do it. So it's just, there was, you know, two different people had two different thoughts, but it was is exactly like the mindset of saying, oh, I can do it or nope, I can't. So you're right either way. It just depends on what you want it to be. Exactly. Your mindset is everything, which is crazy. It's crazy. Okay. So is there anything wrong with programs like Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig? I would say as far as programs, they all have the same common denominator, which is Mm -hmm. to help people lose weight and make better choices. But again, when you're maybe trading out, you know, points for a certain food and that food doesn't have a lot of quality nutrition to it, then that's when it probably is not beneficial. Mm. Um, but if you're making good choices with your macro and your micronutrients, then if that's a system, like you said, that works for you, then certainly follow it. Um, but I always like to give my people a guideline sheet and then that way it kind of takes the guesswork out yes. to be able to say, okay, should I have that or should I not have that? But I also like to recommend to my clients you know, if you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, that's 21 meals. Mm -hmm. So pick four of them that you'll be less healthy and you can have the fried wings or the cheeseburger and French fries or whatever you choose to have on those four meals. My sister and I used to years ago, if we were bad on Wednesday, we would say, oh, okay, Monday, we'll start over. <laughs> and I had a friend back then that he had lost a hundred pounds. And he said, you know what, don't ever wait two or three days later, start mm-hmm. the next meal, getting yes. back on track. Absolutely. And again, I thought there's no way I can do that. But I, I did it myself yesterday. We went to our, you know, church reunion. They were celebrating 101 years of this oh church in you know, they're doing services for over a hundred years and they had a covered dish dinner mm-hmm. and the food was excellent. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, and I ate a lot, but I did, you know, a bite of a brownie. I did two bites of apple pie because I didn't need to sit there and eat the whole thing because I don't right. want that anymore, but I did want to taste it, you know, right. it, it was kind of like, yeah, it's not, it's okay, but it was just enough to satisfy my sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. But then last night I did my protein shake and that way I felt like there was a good balance. So it's yeah. really trying to find the balance. Yeah. I think a lot of people, Christina, are going to thank you for saying that. going to love you sharing that comment from your friend because I think I was just at work because I'm trained to become a personal trainer. And that's exactly what my boss said. Like so many people, you know, have their cheat day and they'll maybe – cheat on Friday. And I don't like to use that word cheat day. I don't like to use any of that stuff because I think we put a little bit too much pressure on ourselves and then we feel guilty. And then you want to start on a Monday and then you mess up on Tuesday and I have to wait a whole nother six days. And that's crazy. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to wait for the new year to come to start being healthier or being, you know, on a better track with your health and wellness. You can start today. And if you don't do well at one meal, you have the next meal to, to try again. You know, you don't have to accept that failure and you don't have to feel ashamed, you know, if you had a treat or something like that. Like, 
Life is about eating, honestly. Oh, yes. We, I love we, to eat. People oh, ask, what do you make? I say reservations because I'm really good at it. <laughs> I love that. And that's so true. Like our whole lives, we eat a lot. And so I don't want to spend that time being sad or being like boo-hoo or down on myself. Like you, I love what you were saying. You had a bite of some of the treats and you were like, these are okay. But you didn't need to sit there and eat the whole thing. Yeah. I so, looked over at my sister and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just got to finish it all. I'm like, that's your problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can say okay. that to family members, right? Exactly. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> that's me too. That's but a family. I would have back in the day eaten it all. And then I would have had a bad stomach ache and I would have been miserable. And I said, no, I, again, I just, it always goes back to the mindset and being mm-hmm. aware and right. saying, okay, what, what choice am I making? Just like, you know, with anything in life, it's, you know, how my father used to teach us when we were growing up is think of your consequences. Mm. And that's so true. in in so many different areas of our lives is when we make that decision of something right then, how is it going to affect us? Yeah. And once we can practice and get our brain in that direction, it becomes so much easier. It's just, we have to retrain our brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think what we're talking about kind of goes into the next question, which is if I want to eat waffles every day, I can. <laughs> and honestly, at first I kind of laughed. I was like, this might be a joke. And then I realized I love breakfast food. So I literally could eat breakfast food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm like, no, this is a really serious question. And I think it goes back to what you're saying of like, you could have waffles every day. You could have a bite of a waffle, get the taste, and then go on with the rest of your day. But what right. are your thoughts on that? <laughs> right. I know that is, I saw that and I thought, well, that is interesting. Um, you know, like you said, if, if you're, if you're feeling bad that you eat the waffle, then I would say, let's start there and work on the mindset. But if you eat it and you say, oh, I don't have any guilt around it, mm-hmm. then you know, if it's a weight issue and you're trying to lose weight, then certainly we want to cut back on the carbs. You know, there are new waffles out there at the grocery store that have the protein in them. So I Mm -hmm. think too, it depends on what brand you're using. Maybe it is a healthy one that could be incorporated every day. um, Because I know that they make things so much better, um, you know, than they used to. So I would just say that one, we'd have to really do some one-on-one conversation. (laughs) I'd like to know more about how this waffle, you know, if it's like the one downtown Charleston, that's the Belgium waffles, then maybe not so much. Maybe not. Oh my gosh. Like I said, I could eat breakfast food every day, all day. It's so good to me. Give me bacon every day and I'll be a happy camper. Oh my gosh. And I am, I am a happy camper, which this is perfect for our next question, which is why is breakfast the most important meal of the day? I get this question from literally my friends and I'm like, I have to go into it, but I would love to hear um, what your take is on this question. Well, we've always heard that, right? Just Mm -hmm. as children, you know, your mom would say, okay, you got to eat your breakfast. And Mm -hmm. they kind of force that upon us. And it is very important. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be as soon as you wake up. I think that's where the misconception comes in, is that you've got to wake up immediately and you've got to eat breakfast. But I teach a lot of the intermittent fasting. Um, It's Mm -hmm. funny because, you know, intermittent fasting is, is nothing new. It's been around for 20, 30 years. But people have started realizing how beneficial it is because you have a window that you don't eat to Mm -hmm. allow your body to rest. And then depending on the time frame, 
incorporate those breakfast foods, if you will, because we know how important eggs are. Eggs are the most, it's probably number one on the list of the most nutritional food out there. Mm-hmm. And, and it was given a bad rap, you know, a few years back. Well, actually longer than that, because um, there was a, and you might have heard this before because of the, um, the schooling that you went to yeah. is that there was a guy who I think he, if I'm not mistaken, was a psychiatrist, but he went out to all these different countries and there were 23 countries that he wanted to see if they ate high fats, if it correlated with heart disease that, of the people that, you know, lived there and ate that. Right. And unfortunately, when he took the study out to the community of all these cardiologists, he only published 11 of those countries. Interesting. And he misconstrued the information. So then we all went low fat thinking that was much healthier. Mm-hmm. Well, now that 30, 40, 50 years has gone by and they see that we still have a very high increase of heart disease, but yet we were doing low fat for so long. What, what happened? And the body needs fat because healthy fats are very good for the cell membrane and you need healthy fats. So that's why I teach people to incorporate a breakfast food that has healthy fats, which is the eggs, um, you know, turkey bacon's fine as long as it doesn't have the nitrates. Um, avocado has healthy fats, you know, so there's there's good choices that you can make. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you eat it as soon as you wake up. Right. But definitely have that as, you know, your first meal, which everybody would think, right? Breakfast. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great advice because exactly what you're saying. I think people think that everyone has to roll out of bed and like immediately get up and make like your eggs and bacon. It's like, that's not what we're saying, but getting that nutrition in the morning, getting that protein to start your day off is going to make a huge improvement in your energy, you know? Um, Yeah. Much better than cereal that has a lot of the sugars in it. Mm -hmm. And then if we're using, you know, milk that isn't a good source of um, milk and has the hormones or the steroids or antibiotics in it, then we're just not fueling the body. And, you know, I always, again, relate it right back to the car. If you were to put a little bit of sugar in your gas tank, you know, your car may run, you know, a couple of days, but after that, it's going to not run so well. Mm-hmm. And that's our body. You know, you may be able to do it at first, but then as you continue to wake up and feel tired and lethargic throughout the day, and then, you know, you make bad choices and then the day just, you know, goes to hell in a handbasket really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, I'll start Monday. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, you've got to pay attention to the first part of the day and, and even sometimes planning out your meals can be helpful. Yeah. That's, that is a really good tip as well. Somebody asked us how much water is necessary for me to drink to lose weight. That's a great question because, oh, I love this one. Um, I mean, all, all the questions have been amazing, but this one's another really great one because the big thing that I've been studying lately is Mm -hmm. microplastics in bottled water. Mm -hmm. So we run to, you know, Costco and we get the big case of water and we drink those, but yet we still have the belly fat, myself Mm -hmm. included here for many, many years. I was on the road 
doing sales. And so I would stop and pick up the Dasani water that were what, two, two for $4, I think. And sometimes I'd have two or four of those. Right. But at the end of the day, I would get home and my belly was so bloated, like I was pregnant. Hmm. Well, now that I understand these microplastics and I'll kind of talk this analogy and hopefully yeah. people will be able to do it in their mind since they don't see me on video. But if yeah. you have a bowl, Think of the bowl as like your gut and your cell, basically. You have a tennis racket over the bowl, and then you try to put a tennis ball mm -hmm. through the tennis racket down into the bowl or the gut. It doesn't work, right? Because the molecular structure of that water now cannot get down into the gut, into the cells, because of all these microplastics. Right. So I'm real big on, you know, water and air, food, and taking a look at all the different components right. when we talk nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so if you're drinking water, yes, that, that needs to, you know, flush your body. Water is so important for the body. But if you're not losing weight because of the water, I would first ask, are you doing bottled water? And if they say yes, then we have to talk about other options and, and come off that plastic bottle water. And, you know, plastic, I mean, you go to the grocery store and everything's in plastic. Everything. I come home and I take everything out of plastic and put it in glass containers mm -hmm. because they're finding that when they do um, autopsies on people that have passed away, mm -hmm. that the microplastics are in their blood, it's in their brain, oh it's all through the body. Right. So that's another kind of new topic that has come up in the health and wellness mm -hmm. field. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, it's our responsibility to educate people about that because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Oh my God. I love that saying. And I'm glad you brought up the microplastics because so we obviously had hurricane Ian about, I don't even know, three weeks ago, maybe. <laughs> and so everyone's buying bottled plastic water and I'm freaking out. Cause I'm like, Oh my goodness, I don't want to buy plastic water bottles, you know, water bottles because the microplastics, but all of the glass water was gone. And I was like, I'm going to do, I'm not doing Christina justice after she told me about microplastics. So I just <laughs> bought a few bottles of water and we didn't have to use them. Thank goodness. But now that you don't know what you don't know, like I didn't know about microplastics until I had talked to you. And then I went and did some more research. And now I'm, I've always used a filtered water bottle. I use a Brita one. So I just pour water in from the sink and it filters it. Mm -hmm. But now I'm even, I tell my friends more, I'm like, do not use plastic water bottles. Do not use plastic containers, glass, glass, glass. So I'm very grateful that you educated me on that topic. Cause I, I had no idea. Oh, that's awesome. I know I didn't really, you know, I, I'm kind of like the, the water bougie girl, I guess, or, or snob, because my friend, I got to her house and she was like, I got us water because I know you're real healthy. And I was like, looking at all that plastic bottled water. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you're like, and oh, no, I'm walking in with my glass jugs of my clean water that I had carried from my home. And so I kind of felt bad. So I did drink one or two of them because, you know, she had purchased them. But yeah, the whole time I'm drinking it, I'm like, just let it go. It's okay. <laughs> I know. But then you start to think, and that's what's so great about educating people on nutrition, because I think once the they 
I love the analogies that you're using because I think the car is, it's everyone has either been in a car, owns a car, knows how to drive a car, right? And so I think once people start to connect the pieces, they're like, oh, like I understand this aspect, but exactly what you were saying before, what you don't know is what you don't know. And once you start educating people and people start learning, they'll be able to change their lives because they have a good grasp on the information that they're taking in. Yes. And it just takes time. You know, I think that's the other thing is people want to make the changes dramatically overnight. Absolutely. And they beat themselves up, especially if they're a perfectionist like I am. And you can't be that way because it does take time. And then once you get into your own rhythm, then it's like, oh, okay, I got this. This is easy. And all we're doing is really just reprogramming our old belief system that maybe, you know, we heard at another time. Um, but again, you know, until you're educated on the information, I mean, I sometimes help out and work at Costco part-time mm-hmm. giving, um, information on CoQ10 and turmeric. And, you know, you can't put a nutritionist right next to some of those protein shakes and watch people buy those when you yes. know they've got junk in them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so I cannot not say something. And, and I was shocked one day. I just said, you know, I, I have to. I can't. I can't. And um, most of them said, if not pretty much every single one of them, there might have been one or two that was like, eh, I don't really care about it. But pretty much 99% of the people said, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know. Right. And I blame the companies that they're, they're not held accountable to being able to say the bad stuff that's in their product because it's all marketing. Right. And they'll say on the container, oh, it boosts the immune system or, oh, it doesn't have this in it. But you really have to turn the package around and read each ingredient. And yes, you know, not everybody's going to be an ingredient junkie, you know, like I am. But the more you're aware of certain ingredients, then you can say, oh, okay, you know, I'm not going to buy that. Today I went by the store and they have at the front of the store coffee with some flavoring. And then it has oat milk, regular milk, almond milk. And so I went up to the guy and I said, do you mind if I see what kind of almond milk you use? And he showed, was very kind and said, yeah, it's right here. And I looked at the ingredient and it didn't have the ingredient in it that caused some digestive problems. Mm. And I was like, perfect. You know, so it's just, you know, your health is important to you, maybe not to everybody else, but it's your responsibility to be able to ask people questions. And and 90% of the time they're going to be extremely nice and go, yeah, you know, it has this or it doesn't have that. I've even asked the guys at, uh, what is that? Jimmy John's. I'm Mm -hmm. like, does your meat have nitrates? And they're like, what? And they're like, I don't know. Let me go back there and look. And then they'll come out and say, no, this one doesn't, or this one does. And so they're, I think if, as long as we're again, aware and can make those choices, but we're not going to always live in this, you know, toxic free environment either, because it just, there's 80,000 different ones out there. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. I think asking questions, I think we get really scared to ask, like, you know, when you're at Starbucks, but that's like what they're there for. Like, Hey, 
what kind of milk do you use and what kind of coffee bean? Like ask questions, you know, don't be worried about the people behind you. Cause I, I wrote it down too. And you have really great quotes that your health is important to you and it should be important to you. It's not everybody else's responsibility, you know, to look out for you. And that's can be unfortunate, but it also gives you a lot of power. You're empowered by that and knowing that you can take your health into your hands and you can change your lifestyle and where you're at. Absolutely. It's our responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we have time for one more question. And then I wrote down like a little bonus question. So I'll ask you after this one. It's really easy. It's not a difficult one, but I thought this would be really fun to hear Christina's response. But our last question that we'll do is, are there foods that I can eat that are good for trying to lose weight? That's another great question. And yes, I always send out a guideline sheet of what people can have and, and what they want to kind of restrict, but I'm a big believer in, yes, losing weight definitely starts with cleaning up what's at the end of your fork, mm. but we also have to keep in mind, and this was something that in nutrition school just intrigued me so much. And I said, okay, I've got to learn more about this. Your body has a phase one and two of detoxification. And if it's not working properly, then no matter how good you eat and exercise, you're probably not going to lose weight because you've got to get the toxins that are out of the fat cells mm -hmm. into the bloodstream. So then your body can rid of it properly through feces, sweat, and urine. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big believer in cleansing the cells, but cleansing them correctly. Um, and some foods definitely can do it, but sometimes you need some additional support too. Yeah, absolutely. I wrote that down too. You are, my goodness. I'm going to have to come to you. You could, just, you could write a book. I'm like, how did you Oh my goodness. This? Thank you. Well, I just share the information that people have given me and, you know, pay it forward. Yeah. I mean, you're incredible. I'm, I'm blown away. I have so many quotes. I'm like, wow, this is going to change my life. <laughs> but my bonus question for you is what is your best advice on moving towards bettering your life through nutrition? Oh, wow. That's a great one. <laughs> Stop me here. The best advice. Say it one more time of moving. Uh, the, your best advice um, for moving forward in nutrition. So what would you give somebody maybe that just doesn't know where to start with nutrition or what was maybe the advice given to you that kind of pushed you to mm -hmm. go on to start your journey of nutrition? Always be a student and always mm -hmm. be open to learning because you don't we as a group of, you know, people, we don't know everything mm -hmm. and information is always changing. And, you know, that, that is a very good question because I remember a few years back um, talking to an esthetician and I said, Hey, does she, you know, do you, can I talk to the person about this? And the girl said, Oh no, she, she doesn't need to know that she's been doing this 17 years. Okay, well, that's like saying that you're a mechanic and you've worked on cars for 17 years. Cars have changed, right? Right. Cell phones have changed over the years. I mean, mm -hmm. I just had a lady respond back to me about the air system and she goes, oh, we already have one. Mm -hmm. And I said, but this is a technology that nobody is doing. Right. And so you've got to always be open with anything in life, not necessarily just nutrition, but with anything in life is just always be open and be a student because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. That's how it takes you to the next opportunity. Um, 
And, you know, that that's how the chiropractor was. He and his wife were always very good about educating themselves constantly. And so always be a student and always just be open to learning. Yeah, I think that's great advice because I we learned that at the end of our health coach training. They were like, you don't have to stop your education here. And education doesn't have to mean going to school and like there's nothing wrong with that. But also just picking up a book at your local bookstore or the library and like diving in. And le- I love what you're saying. Like if somebody worked on cars the same way that they did 17 years ago. I'm like, there's computers and cars now. Like it's so different. Exactly. That car's yeah, not going to The transmission is right. probably not the same. Even yeah. you know, your yeah. seatbelt have- is probably different. Or how oh you turn on your car is different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think people just need to be open. And I just want to say thank you so much, Christina, for coming on. I reminded people that this was going to be like a safe space and a lot of people get um, a little bit intimidated when it comes to health and wellness and nutrition. But just when you started answering the questions, you have so much patience and so much kindness. So I hope people will reach out to you. And will you just say your website one more time for everybody? Yes. So it is www.isafreeyourself. So that is I-S-A-F-R-E-E-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F. So I named it that to free yourself from whatever's holding you back from being better, doing better, living better, because it could be your diet. Like you said, your lifestyle, it could be your mindset. It could Mm -hmm. be the environment, uh, old belief systems. So it's really freeing yourself from everything that just prevents us from moving forward. And so I just want to thank you. I'm so blessed and so honored that you asked me to do this and, And yes, I will continue to do this if you ask me because I I love sharing the information. And even if people just pick up on one little small piece of information and and start there, then you know what? It was totally worth our time and our energy. And I'm just blessed and I'm thanking you so much. Oh, well, like I said, it's been a huge honor for me and I would love to have you back. We'll, We'll dive deep into microplastics and air and so much more. So again, thank you. And guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. As always, this is McCall and with peace and love, I'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Be well.